Let me fix you, damn it. It's actually one of the reasons why I don't want to record tomorrow. We're keeping this in. This Here's our first blooper reel. It's done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to uh, Let Me Fix You, Damn It, not the other podcast that I've been listening to a lot, whose name is all I can think about now. I'm Tim. And I'm Ray. And she would not have screwed up that part of the intro, which is why I'm in charge of the intro. What happened to, hi, guys, gals, and non-binary, fuck me. Non-binary pals. I, it feels like somebody doesn't, not holds the copyright on that, but like, that's theirs. That. I, was, I was gonna redo that. It was gonna be better, but then you kept talking. This one's the blooper reel, just straight through. 50 minutes I, I of blooper reel. I think it might have to be. Uh, so I am going to continue a conversation with you on air that we just had off air. And then on air and deleted. Yes. What age were you when you first hula hooped? Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe four, like most little girls. And then I told you where you were a liar because we were testing the voice levels and I was having a comedy time with it. But the actual conversation is, are you, uh, with all the COVID stuff going on, still in therapy? Of course. I am currently going to, I, I think everybody should go to therapy. Therapy is a wonderful thing. It really, really helps. And I'm currently doing EMDR therapy, which is a specific kind of therapy for people who have PTSD or major traumas. And it's, it's, uh, stands for eye movement desensitization reprocessing. So not electronic music replacement. I mean, no, but that was really close. Yeah, because I was thinking you're getting your therapy by DJing on the weekends. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Except I'm not, because therapy's good, and my joke is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I I, um, I like that, because my therapist did something really similar. It just involved my ears, and it was he put a headset on me with like a little mp3 player he'd gotten from the organization that told that was studying this therapy because it's so new um that had songs from like the 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s zeros and today 2k 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 80s 90s 2k and today but it's so fun to call the year 2000 the zeros <laughs> It's like, oh, we didn't just start a new millennium. We started the millennium. But but how mean is that to people who were born in that decade? Like, oh, you're the zero decade. You're zeros. How much do you want to bet that was used every year? Like every Disney Channel original movie between 2010 and 2019. I bet you're a zero, baby. Zero. <laughs> and then really Tiffany got so. on her gold-blinged scooter. Oh, and, God, I hope so. Yeah. And I hope there was a gold-blinged Scooter. Yes. <laughs> I really wish I could say, like, and that was the Disney Channel original movie, Burr, 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 uh, high school uh, drama club that my sister made me watch. But unfortunately, I didn't get into any of them with my siblings. They watched SpongeBob. Not not a bad choice. No, the yeah, entertainment. SpongeBob, okay, SpongeBob is one of those things that the people who grew up with it still watch it. Yep. And, like, I don't seek it out. If it's on, I'm not going to be upset. Yeah, absolutely. It's I'm eternally grateful to my cousin for wanting to watch High School Musical with me when she was eight. Um, my growing up uh, cis white boy is showing with that. And of course, I'm sure at the time I was like 20, I was just like, no, stupid. But OK, let's watch it. I'll make fun of it. And like, nope, entertaining. There's a reason you keep hearing about it. 
but also like not mind uh mind not memory forming enough that i'm watching the revival on disney you know what i love and it wasn't around when you and i were kids um yo gabba gabba yes it's amazing yes and i i only heard about it because i was an adult at the time with no like young kids i was watching but the soup for some reason kept covering it and how (laughs) wild and crazy it was looking over there i i saw it first at a friend's house and she had a baby who was watching it. Who was one Gabba. Who was, yeah, who was one Gabba and she was watching it and so we were obviously watching it. My, the person I was with um, I just had the best thought about a multi-level marketing scheme based on, you're, you're at a one Gabba level. If you want to get to a two <laughs> Gabba level, to a Gabba Gabba you're going to need to move more product if you want to hit Yo Gabba Gabba See, no, and get the company car. Honestly, that sounds like some uh, Scientology stuff. Yeah, and it's just selling dance moves. It right. seemed to be a lot of dance-based programming on Yo Gabba Gabba. Right, sure. But, um, oh, God, what is his name? Oh, I'm the worst nerd ever. Frodo. Dirk Harkin. Oh, yeah, no, Elijah Wood, who I oh. also was, who I thought of as the celebrity guest on Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, he's so creepy on there. Yeah. Sorry, Elijah. Yep. But I probably is... got his last name wrong, so he'll never find no, it. No, it was right. Damn right. it, we're sunk. <laughs> He's going to catch us. Yeah, sure, that's what's going to catch okay. us. Right. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, electronic music therapy replacement drop beat distance. So what happens in actual EMDR therapy, <laughs> oh, I love you. Yes. Um, is We just you, touched noggins. We did. We, you move your eyes back and forth um, while you relive... Ooh memories and it's based off of the thought that while you're dreaming you're and and your eyes are moving back and forth in, yeah. in rapid eye movement REM sleep yeah um your brain is healing and so basically by going over these memories um while moving your eyes back and forth it moves the trauma from something that you are currently experiencing into the memory part of your brain. So instead of like having flashbacks and reliving it, it becomes the past. Yeah. I do not ever, ever recommend anyone do this without a trained certified EMDR therapist. Yes. I, Alicia and I were talking about something that I'm going to forget, but I'm glad I remembered my analogy. It is the difference between going through immersion therapy with a trained psychologist and immersion therapy with your shitty uncle who just really loves putting spiders wherever he can hide them in your home. Oh, that's horrific. Yes. Um, but with a trained certified EMDR therapist, it is, this is, it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah, there were some hard days. But um, it's really, really effective. And I think that the worst parts of my trauma are mostly in the past now, which is very, very good. Yeah. I I haven't had um, any really triggering anxiety attacks in quite a while. I've been able to... Um, make connections in my life that I wasn't able to before of, oh, that's why I do this thing. And um, I've been able to voice things 
and um, speak up for myself a lot more than I used to be able to. So it's it's the hardest thing Amazing. I've ever done in my life, but it's it's been really, really worth it. Yeah, something we mentioned last episode that it's it's why I'm glad our versions of therapy have involved confronting our fears and powering through those feelings. Because, of course, if avoidance of stressors is something that works for you, of course, like avoid those stressors. One of the things that sucked about COVID-19 is like, do you want to watch any media other than your Lord of the Rings box set that Elijah would kindly let you keep <laughs> after the lockdown? Uh too bad if you're trying to avoid thinking about COVID-19 because Hyundai has to really let you know they're here to help. Or or other people. Yeah. Not just there is, them. There is, Everyone. Of the five commercials that play in any given show we watch on Hulu for 20 minutes, like four of them are about, we're going to keep you connected. We're going to make sure you can get that car. We're going to make sure you can still put pizza on a bagel. Because when pizza's on a bagel... You can have we, pizza anytime. We can still beat this. <laughs> anytime. Yeah, what is it? Hashtag alone together now? Yeah. I think is the thing going around. Yeah, and it's, it's you know, I'm sure all the CEOs across the board are taking massive pay cuts so that they can raise up their heroic employees' salaries. And it's not about money. It's not about associating Verizon with caring. But it's it's got to be such a torturous time for people who just want to, you know, avoid it. So on a completely personal note, I can't wait to edit this because it looks so much better already than the last two episodes that we've yes. recorded. And yes. I'm so, my, my little editor heart is so happy right now. Yeah, we, uh, I only three uh, test runs that immediately tanked. Before we figure that out, lean directly into the microphone together, right in the middle, no other way. We can do this. Yes. That's all right. If I don't think if we weren't like such close friends, this yes. would be very awkward. Yes. Anyways, I gotta go. <laughs> but no, it's um, you know, oh. this is uh the foibles of starting a podcast, especially when the starting is basically like, well, what are you doing? Nothing. Which is technically false. I've been deemed essential uh, employment. So, like, I'm doing stuff. I'm just also lazy. So, you know. Well, because, actually, um, mm. I had ordered a really fancy for me microphone, which is yeah. not fancy for people who do this for a living, but fancy for me. And it's not going to come until next month now because um, the people shipping it are, the company is... Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Based in Italy and no, Amazon is prioritizing essential. They're pri prioritizing but, the shipments as they good, should yeah. be doing. Like a microphone is not essential, whereas uh, N95 masks absolutely are. Yeah. So please tweet at Amazon. How dare you? No, how no, dare you? And no, 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 don't do that. Period on that joke. Real talk. If you do that, you're a tremendous asshole. Even if you're doing it ironically or to be funny. Yeah. I, I do not think we have to worry about people doing that after listening to us. It's just, I hear people all the time say, like, please don't go harass this person. No, I don't think we're... But the people always get harassed. I don't think we're influential enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after our, like, four listeners. We're not influential enough that I feel comfortable making that joke, because if we ever, like... And every time I talk about hitting it big, we have all these plans for, like, you know, it felt like the responsible thing to do to talk through, like, 
okay, do we do a Patreon? Do we do this? Do we do that? If this happens, what would we do? Right. Well, thinking like... We'll be extremely lucky if that happens. The one thing I am prepared for is like, if we get over 100 listeners, however you track that, I will no longer make jokes like that about like, so go harass Amazon. Oh, no. No, of course not. You have Yeah, no, we'll, we'll edit that shit right out. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so anyways, go harass Elijah Wood on Twitter at Frodo Baggins. I mean, yes, you absolutely yeah. should do that. Jokes I only tell because he seems like a wonderful human being. I'm probably going to Google him after we're done here just to make sure. Why? Uh, to find out about all of those uh, chinchillas he hoards illegally. Oh, so sure. So that we can't say he's a great person. So now we've started a new rumor. Release right. the chinchillas, Elijah. <laughs> why Elijah would? <laughs> why? I know it's we were why? thinking about Yo Gabba Gabba, but why? These are funny jokes to make, and I love making them, but now we're really going hard on Elijah Wood. Well, he deserves it for being creepy on Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah, I mean, you know what? You brought creepy. me back around. That's true. It so anyways, uh, go to his DeviantArt page and leave a nasty comment. Does he have a Deviant art page? Now that I would be fascinated to know. Right? Not that I know of. Not that I visit daily. Sure. Not at handle. No. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. That's B-R. Yeah. B-R-R. B-R. Which is basically me approximating blues from Blue's Clues, but in a more normal voice. Becomes. That's that's blue when she gets a job. It's your mom when you get a job. Listen, it would be because she would be very happy for me. So anyways, therapy. Therapy. Yes, I um I wanted to talk about my anxiety journey. The uh joke I held back happily uh was basically uh the only person who shouldn't have gone to therapy was me before the start of this podcast that would have been a great hundredth episode journey begin mm-hmm. which is a joke because it's it's this podcast is something we've talked about for at least a couple of years a year and a half at least. my goodness yes okay so we met at the very end of 2060 oh okay yeah. starting again we we so, passed our rocket cars. So we met at the very end of 2016, and wow, it's now 2020. So we've probably been talking about this podcast since 2017, like yeah. middle. Weekly reminder: time is an illusion. So it's probably been like a little over a year and a half. We've been talking about doing this. Yes, and it's it's. Part of what has fixed me, damn it, is is being in a much more wonderful place in my life. Very hard not to turn and look at my wonderful fiance right now. Wait, but wait, ready, do... ready, ready? Go look. And back. Okay. Okay. The levels are okay? Okay, yeah, good. You're fine. Because I love you, babe, but the levels. The levels. The levels. Priorities. <laughs> yeah, it's it's my technique for making sure I keep my face pointed at the microphone because it's my natural human reaction is to look at people as I'm making them laugh. Of course, you know my dearest friend who I just looked at as I'm talking about it, and then and I look see at the your level levels. shrink. Yep. Yeah. Um, it my trick is I am staring directly at the bar so I can see every spike of everything we say. I know I'm obsessed with yeah. this right now. Also, this is a great introduction to a Tim train of thought, which is we're going to make 18 stops between point one and point two. Right. Therapy. So therapy. Yes. 
or anxiety. Um, anxiety! There were several problems I was dealing with, but they were sort of general, like, well, dating is not really going well for me. I wish I was seeing somebody, but I feel like I'm handling it well. And your conversation was more like, you should be in therapy, uh, which you were correct about. And me being kind of reticent, so not ready. Right. Then, at work, I bulged a disc, which healed relatively quickly, thank fuck. Because uh, I bulged a disc on, like, a Sunday. Wait, no. No, no. You After we stopped dating... You went to therapy. Oh, yes. You did. So and therapist one was exactly what I needed at the time, which was a friend. Yeah, which it is wasn't. Why that was not a good therapist. Yeah, it wasn't good. You got, you were, I'm I'm sure it was she all was, professional on her part, but yes. you looked at her as a friend yeah. and she didn't push you. Yes. Yeah. Like she, we, we came up with several plans, but I am somebody who needs a push. Um, a lot of them. <laughs> uh, and so that was that chapter. But I had been out of therapy for at least a year, sometimes thinking about going back, sometimes not. I think definitely not thinking about going back at the time because I was with my wonderful fiance. So, you know, in my head, like, well, like, I, oh, I did go to a second therapist before my current one. You did? For like two visits. Oh, that's right. And then literally, I started dating Alicia and I was like, I'm kind of just here to like get to a good place so I can find somebody to date. So I'll see you later. Yeah, I remember. I wasn't only dealing with being lonely. I remember that and thinking how terrible of an idea it was that you left. That hurt my voice to loudly whisper. Ouch. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, and we'll that find out levels. it didn't pick it up. Yeah, yeah, and the levels. Damn it. We'll see. Let me levels, damn it. <laughs> but yeah, um, which was hilarious, but in, in retrospect. So I bulged a disc, which is just a physical problem that my back hurt so much. The thing I did after bulging the disc was I was in enough pain that I stayed in bed for two days, not thinking anything of it until I stopped being able to sleep. Uh, and then after one night where I thought I had stayed up late, because all my life when I've stayed up late, not all my life, I'm sure when I was 12, I pulled all-nighters to, like, land party or whatever. Um, but since I've become an adult, like 25 plus, if I stay up all night, I give myself the flu. So I'm freaking really hard out. Alicia at least lived with me at this point. Thank goodness. Um, no, she didn't. Yes, she did. Because she was the one who drove me to the ER at three in the morning on like, so Sunday, uh, my back starts hurting tremendously. Monday and Tuesday, I'm out of work no, and in bed. Was, no, there I'm was talking a about first one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a time when you took an ambulance to the ER after staying up all night because you couldn't sleep. Yes. Um, Which was, in retrospect, probably also anxiety because it's six in the morning. I'm trying to go to bed and my breathing is weird and I can really recognize it. And thank goodness for her for recognizing that it was an anxiety attack because none of us, none of your friend group really realized that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, at the time I thought that was just like, oh, that was a bad night. I must have eaten something weird or something because I had no idea. It was just like, well, that was a bad night. But when I went to the doctor's office i was fine because i was okay fine. so back to your bulge disc er visit yes because you couldn't sleep yes right um because i stayed in bed for two days and this was one of the many things i learned i learned about sleep hygiene which is basically your bed is for two things uh sleeping and praying to god and nothing else you filthy perverts but no, it was all the sex yeah it was it's basically like your bed should be utilitarian you sleep in it 
you have fun in it. Uh, but it, it's it's the extreme version of don't be on your phone in bed. I had basically trained my brain out of this is where I sleep. It was this is where I live. Uh, so I initially thought I had insomnia and I was only in my head sleeping every other day. And I was supremely worried about that, feeling all sorts of pain, real pain. Um, and curiously, when Alicia took me to the uh, ER, um, <laughs> The anti-anxiety pill they gave me after I asked them to give me sedatives to knock me out, because I'm thinking, I just need to sleep. Please help me sleep. Give me tranquilizer or whatever. Not realizing that, like, if you don't get tranquilizers until you haven't slept for, like, weeks. Uh, but the doctor did smartly recognize, like, all right, you're pretty anxious. Gave me an anti-anxiety. All of the pain went away. Uh, I didn't go to sleep that night. That was not one of the nights I slept. But the nights I slept were the first night where Alicia just said in the perfect way, like, you're okay, you're going to be okay, and it stuck, and it let my brain calm down to sleep. Um, and the one night where I still thought it was insomnia, and I looked up a thing that was saying, I've been reading all the same articles you have. You know, it was an older article, though, saying, like, I've read all these articles that I had been reading because I'm desperately like, a banana has potassium, which will put me to sleep. I have to eat a banana a day. I have to go to bed for two hours, two-hour bedtime routine, chamomile tea, this, this, and this. And for my anxiety, I was just winding it up and making it even worse. Like, the sun started going down, and one day I cried heavily about it because it was about to be performance time. It was about to be try-to-sleep time. When I still thought it was insomnia. What? You, a man, cried? I thought men didn't do that. I was so happy. Like, oh my God, I'm crying. And I still don't. I'm a big supporter. Boys do cry. Boys, please cry. But the boys don't cry message has worked fucking wonders on me. I can only cry at like movies. And or if you've been up for and too if long. I feel like I've been, and if my brain has been up for too long. Yeah. Because what I, I sort of have realized in retrospect is that that entire time I was sleeping at least enough, even though I was awake mentally, like my brain was racing, I didn't mm -hmm. feel like I was sleeping. But between the hours of like midnight after I called the teledoc yet again uh, to see if they could tell me something new about anxiety or, or about insomnia, they couldn't. <laughs> Uh, I'd already heard about chamomile tea and, and this and that. Um, I was staying on the couch and laying down. So I was getting enough sleep to be otherwise healthy. Um, but I felt a lot of pain from it. And then when I finally worked out, it was anxiety. And I had already scheduled a therapist visit because I was, when I thought it was insomnia, but was actually suffering from a tremendous amount of anxiety and anxiety attacks. I was do I scheduled a visit with my doctor. I Googled everything. I scheduled a visit with a therapist through SEEP just because. I was calling the teledoc every night. That's actually probably true. At least two hours of the night was I am pacing in my driveway calling like the nurse line. I keep saying teledoc, but the nurse line. Same thing. Yeah. Having them, you know, talk to me about anxiety or, or about insomnia. And so I think by the time I was walking to my therapist's office at the end of this like eight-day nightmare period where I thought I wasn't getting any sleep. And I mentally wasn't. I was mentally staying up until, you know, the next day, most days. Um, I knew it was anxiety, and that's what we started treating. Um, and we've, we've started moving away from that in therapy because now, six months out, 
I'm pretty okay. But at that point, it was basically like, well, here's the medical condition I'm dealing with. Please help. Please fix. And that was something else I found out about myself is like, one of the things I wasn't suited for is I was treating it like a normal illness, like a cold or a flu. I have to take this medication for the symptoms. And I have to do these practices, bed rest, liquids, etc. Uh, but because it was anxiety, all of my Googling was just helping it. Yep. All of my worry was just helping it. Yep. Um, when I thought it was insomnia, I would find, there were at least a few times where I finally blacked out and then 10 minutes wait, later woke up, air quotes. Oh, gosh. And it was, I was having an anxiety attack because I was still only thinking. And I was, for those eight days, I only thought about what is my day routine to get to bed tonight. So what was the catalyst that got you to therapy? Oh, I felt awful. And that's the thing. I keep saying real pain. And it's that's the distinction I can make now is the reason the anti-anxiety pill helped was it took away the pain. When I was piecing this together from the other side where I would figured out this isn't insomnia, this is anxiety. And here's what anxiety means. Here's what it can do. Um, I realized the anti-anxiety pill made the pain go away because while the pain was real and it hurt, both times I went to the ER, you know, a year, year and change ago and six months ago when I was having this tremendous anxiety episode, they took my vitals, my breathing was fine, my heart was fine, my all of my vitals were fine because while the pain was real and felt so real, it wasn't based in an actual heart condition or bodily pain response. You know, it was mental pain, which unfortunately everything that happens to me happens mentally. Um, but it was also something that helped coming out of it because then um, I still have anxiety from time to time, like, like feelings of anxiety. Like my bad nights are just an hour or two of feeling anxious. So what was the catalyst that you were like, I have to go to therapy? Sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're on a Tim train. We're, we got at least seven more stops to make. I understand. Yeah, you're, Keep going. You're still at a turnaround plaza. It was mm. a symptom of the anxiety attacks was I was trying to do everything I could to stop my insomnia, to s solve my insomnia like I would a cold. Right. Okay. Um, and it's... Uh, I called Seep to schedule time with a therapist. Like I said, I think by the time I walked into therapy, I knew it was anxiety. Um, and the day of therapy was so interesting looking back on it because I worked that day. Because they hooked me up with a therapist through um, uh, Seep's state employee assistance program because I worked for my state. And it was, I called them on a Tuesday. They can get me in next Thursday. Like that, that was the time frame is the way it worked out. That's pretty good. Yes. And it was pretty good. What, you know, whatever the time frame was, but also like in my head, I'm spending every day being <laughs> what feels like physically tortured. Um, and even the day before I'm at work, try, you know, desperately telling myself in my own head, like focus on the work, stop thinking about this, stop feeling anxious. You're in the daytime was relatively okay until six, 7 PM when it started being like, okay, I have to do the bedtime ritual, but not that day at work. I'm just sitting there for four hours, like doing mail and feeling anxious and, and feeling really bad in my body. Um, but then when I saw him, he had me do a couple breathing exercises, but for the most part, he just 
the way he spoke, he's a very good therapist. I've really enjoyed working with him. Um, especially once he pushed me. Yeah. He, uh, he wants me to try stand up comedy because to me that's scary, which is why I've had the feeling of like, damn it. Yeah. You do need to push me into trying this. And as you can tell, this has been a very funny episode of let me fix you. Damn it. Yes. Yes. So many jokes. <laughs> so many guffaws. All right. Keep going. Yeah, it's it's just the the I mean the entire podcast before this was based in in fix your issues and then this kind of stole center stage my anxiety. That's fine. Um, but it's what got me into therapy. Um, they can't all be amazing, and frankly, we can do two tonight if you'd like. Oh no 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 no! This is a good episode, but um, no, it's uh, uh I'm you know what it is? I'm sitting here wishing I had a more actionable story. No, I love then this I story. I panicked out of my brain and called every doctor I had the ability and money to call. But you know what? I bet you anyone listening to this is going to um, like resonate with it at least a little bit. I think we've all had some sort of um, thing in our lives where things just go off the rail and you just look for yeah. anything to for you, luckily, that ended in a really good therapist. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the big takeaways I'd like people to walk away from this podcast with is um, if you can afford it, which thankfully I can, like uh, first four sessions were free or whatever, but I'm paying 20 bucks a month at this point. But, you know, 20 bucks a session, but money's so well spent. Um, and if you can make it work out, like I think everyone, I think healthy people who feel they have no problems should be in therapy at least twice a year. My trauma therapy is free because I go to a place for victims of crime and technically what happened to me was crime. Yeah. Uh, cause it was definitely against the law, even though nothing was ever reported. Um, and Thank and, God. And decade or, or years later, like over a decade later, right? Fifteen years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which was sure. it, it's nice when you go to an organization and you don't have to worry about like tap dancing around like, well, statute of limitations, and it's happened this long ago. No, they helped you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, because I didn't feel the effects of that trauma fifteen years ago. I only started feeling them in like 2017 or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, so just a couple of years ago. So and and apparently that's weird. Which apparently, I no, that which I happen to most people. I I do blame your brain on that one for consciously and deviously, separate from you, the person, uh, planning that out. Right. Trying that, to make weird. sure it was too late for you to get help with it. Yeah, you foiled it. It was totally weird. But um, yeah. So because I, it's a state-run program for victims of crimes and what happened to me was against the law mm -hmm. even though it was long ago um because i'm feeling the effects from it now i get to go for free and there's a ton of um there's a ton of resources out there free and income based as well uh that can help so not only Nope, that's not what I wanted to say. So, so when I did that tremendously distracting action of reaching my hand out so that my wife touched it, um, <laughs> why did you get distracted? Because this is on you. 
So I'm wondering why your train of thought was thrown off. I don't why know. did you throw your own train of thought off? Because um, I'm blameless. Tim. Tim? Yes. Fuck you. Yes, fair. All right. That's fair. So, but I just I want... saw you look over at me, reaching my hand out. I'm like, fuck. So <laughs> this no. was supposed to be a just us moment, but I ruined you. I just wanted to point out that there are resources yeah. that are either income-based or free yeah. for a lot of states and in a lot of counties and cities, yeah. um, and you don't always have to pay out the ass. Luckily, you have great insurance. And it's, it's, it's worth looking at it, even if, the, even if the answer you find out is like, I don't think I can afford this, and the only options I have are... Because it's my understanding, there is a lot to exhaust before you're only looking at paid options. But at least then you'll get to make that decision with clear eyes and full information. Yeah, well, uh, originally, I didn't know this. Yeah. And I, I had posted on Facebook, um, you know, when I was going through all of these effects from my trauma that suddenly were happening 15 years later. I, I totally didn't understand it. And I, I reached out to Facebook, like guys, I'm not okay. I need help and I can't pay for it. And I like use the resources of all of my friends on Facebook who are across the country, mm-hmm. um, all over the place. And somebody knew somebody who had worked once oh, wow. in the place where I'm going now. Yeah. So through a friend of a friend of like a friend who worked there for a little bit. Who knew somebody at a cheesecake waffle house. Exactly. I meant to say factory. Cheesecake factory. <laughs> I really want to go to a cheesecake waffle house. Can we just discuss Ooh. that for a minute? Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, never mind. That is gonna... Let's... You know what? So here's what you need to do, listeners. You need to share this far and wide. We need to get internet famous and rich, more importantly, so we can bankroll the Cheesecake Waffle House. Yeah, like, I... I mean, more... The Waffle House is a true drunk 2am destination, but a Cheesecake Waffle House? That's for when you're smashed. And you know what? If you could make us... If you could make us like filthy rich so that we can literally force the merger of the Cheesecake Factory and Waffle House. I'm down for that. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. You don't make your own competing product. You buy out the competition, baby. That's just how it is. And with your Patreon dollars. (laughs) We will totally blow it on doing this. I'm filing a legal request that will go nowhere. I'm good with that. I'm not going to recover from that because now I just want to live in that world where I do too. You know what? Fuck you, Elon Musk. Why aren't you doing this? I mean, really fuck you, Elon Musk. Why aren't you paying everybody $1,200 right now? But fuck you, Elon Musk. Where's waffle cheesecake house? (gasps) I was um, denied for unemployment. Oh, we are going to talk a lot about that off mic. Off mic. But also, um, did you, what was the reason? Because I haven't been 18 weeks at my current employer. Didn't you have credit weeks with um, yes. substituting before? Yes. File an appeal to your financial determination. I'm editing all of this out. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> the reason I wanted to talk about it even a little on mic was, in case you keep any of this, was in case it can be useful to other people. I'm, I work for unemployment in my state. Um, as a clerk... <laughs> You shouldn't say take anything I say as fact. 
But it's the one fact I can you, say. You are probably in a different state than us. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I, I, the state's probably going to get out, but at this point I'm reticent to, to say. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just really like, I want to keep as much private info as I can. For now. Yeah, I'm pretty okay about that. Well, also realizing like, you know, I kept calling my fiance my fiance, except her name is in this podcast. Yeah, so it's my husband. I don't think I'm going to ask you to edit it out. No, I'm not going to. Oh, no, you could bleep it out, but like instead of a bleep, you could use a clown horn. <laughs> like, no. And so anyways, that is the moment that I knew I was going to get down on one knee and propose the love of my life. That was horrifying. Yes, that's what I yeah, want. No, I've spoken to her. She said she's okay with some of her information being out there. So I'm not editing out anything. Good, because you are. The- that is the one check that should be done. And that right. is the one time I'll turn away. From I her. spoke to your fiance. I spoke to my husband. I did not you spoke speak to the milkman. Spoke to not, the paper boy. I did not speak to any of my partners, and that's a whole issue that we should discuss at yeah. some point. Which is why I would like to talk about burp, 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 whose full legal name I've just used. Right. So at one at some point, <laughs> Tim, I really, <laughs> I really want to get you to. Like, just do some quote-unquote elevator music noise. And so that if we ever have to... <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? We haven't used any of my own mouth sound effects uh, when we've been talking about things. Ray. Yeah. Of oh, course. I used your last name. Oh, no. I did oh, that out in post yeah, sure. with not my own voice doing... Yeah, sure. But I really want to get like your elevator no- music noise. Yes. Um, in case you ever have to like put that into here. And I really do want to put that into here. But like I don't want to find actual elevator music. Oh, yeah, I yeah. want you. And I feel like no matter how it comes out of my mouth, if I accidentally sing like a I don't know how copyright works with an elevator music track, but even if I accidentally rub up against something accidentally. Well, there's a lot of music well, out there that um, <laughs> is royalty free yeah. that we don't have to um, pay for a license for. Um, just like our intro and outro music, we we use it for free. But yeah. you'll notice. And that is on, why our intro and outro music are all Beatles tracks. Lies. But <laughs> you'll notice in the description, in the official description of our podcast, it says, like, we're using this and this is the website, like, this is the license information. And we've yeah, edited it. That was it. the wild part to me that it's not just here's music that doesn't have a copyright or however, which is how I ignorantly assumed it worked. It's this is music, just anyone can license it. Here's your license. Like, I think you pushed a button and. You know, we license. we have to um we have to post this in our podcast uh, description. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, but it allows us to use the music royalty free, yeah. so we don't have to pay for it, which is really nice. And the people who do that, that absolutely, the artist should get um, oh, shout outs. You know who we should have attacked earlier in this episode for no reason, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> Because that, I was about what? to make the joke. So anyways, tweet Frodo that we want to use his band's music. The man, as far as I know, does not have a band. Jeremy Renner does. So if we've been talking about Hawkeye this did whole time. Did you know that he used to be a makeup artist? I did not. I The only autobi- celebrity autobiography I will buy is the Jeremy Renner book. So far. Dude, if you did that, I want to borrow it. Yes. Um. Every time you hear something new about him. 
also, you know, I want to know about the demons. But what? every time you... The demons. What demons? Exactly. I don't know, because I have not read the Jeremy Renner autobiography. Oh, my God. That most likely doesn't exist. I'm not going to Google. No, I watched him. He was a guest on, who knows, some late night show. Yep. And he... Oprah DeGeneres. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Jeremy Renner. But no, he gave like makeup advice because he was, he used to be a makeup artist before he got into acting. Cool. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yet again, not going to Google him either to find out some bummers. No. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so nice. Oh, and this is the worst. It's so nice yeah, when. But it's so nice. When you see one of your favorite celebrities trending. And you yeah. see that, and you see that they've died, yeah. because at least they weren't accused of anything horrific. You're just like, oh god, they're just dead. Yeah, because even right now, like, like I say, having not been on Twitter in like seven years, like oh. I imagine the only celebrities that have trended were the ones getting some shit for that Imagine video during COVID nineteen, and of course Tom Hanks. What Imagine? What are you talking about? Like seventeen celebrities or whatever recorded Imagine from like their houses. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. To, like, to, you know, to show they're just like us. They're quarantined, too. Oh, we're going to have to look this up after Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the entire internet just was very embarrassed by and for them. And I, to be fair, you know, I don't know much about it. Like, I know they sang Imagine, and yeah, it was probably a little tone deaf. Did you see that? I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to have a lot of empathy for everybody. So I am very much in the place of having too much empathy of, like, they tried, like, nah. Did you see okay, John Krasinski? Did you see yeah, John Krasinski? Some good news. Some good news. I, watched, I am subscribed. I watched the first episode. It was wonderful. Yeah, he was a good presenter. He was a good, like, host, given he was playing to, you know, nobody. Yeah, I loved it. It was yeah, yeah. great. And, and it was his first episode. Like, yeah. I was and his daughters made the sign. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> I mean, not everybody can be us. <laughs> and our immaculate <laughs> sound quality and production... Listen, on air chemistry. Listen, let's be which honest. We actually have. This is this is the Sorry, best out of <laughs> Yeah, art spouses, yeah. whatever. Yeah, Who yeah. cares? They, they me and my fiance me me and my fiance. <laughs> me and my fiance have <laughs> off screen chemistry. Yeah, well, but because when you put a camera on me, I uh whoo, a lot of sweat. Forget our spouses, man. We have the camera. <laughs> That's so wrong. I'm so sorry, right. Lisa. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> You're the Where's light of my husband? life. I love you so much. Oh, oh husbandito, who can't hear me right now because he's upstairs playing a video game. <laughs> I love you too. Yeah, but cover your bases. They're totally going to know that we're... we're uh, Absolutely. Uh, I don't even know how to joke about it. Like, <laughs> casting yeah. them aside? For for our on-screen presence? No, no, it's the good version of it, of just, like, how do you joke about cheating on your spouses when, like, you're just in such good relationships? And you yourself are in multiple relationships. Like, I'm monogamous, and Alicia's monogamous, but, like, you know, that removes that factor. It's a good thing. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I joke about cheating on my husband all yeah. the time. But it's... It's funny because I'm not monogamous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which we may talk about next episode. We'll, yeah. we'll see. That's, it's, it's why, and I'm very happy with how I talked about my anxiety and that we got into it because I'm going to reference it a ton because this is Let Me Fix You, Damn It, the podcast about me going to therapy. Yeah, I, I'm, sad, going to therapy. I'm sad that I didn't get to fix you at all this episode. Yeah, you did with the warmth and the laughter 
and the good times. And why am I looking at you? I need to look at the levels. The levels, man. Why am I having an emotional, intimate moment with one of my best friends? This is about the podcast. And the levels. And the merchandise. So anyways, go. Dude, it, what, when do we start talking about merchandise? How many Which listeners? is something else I'm thinking of because my, my, and I will say this uh, two episodes before we have a merch store full of only t-shirts. I just know that all the YouTubers I like to follow, they have a merch store with t-shirts with like, you know, dildo fart on it. Their famous catchphrase, dildo fart. I know. Um, and when we have our own dildo fart, yeah, we're probably gonna make some t-shirts and mugs out of it or whatever. But I don't know. Oh, we'll you see know. if anybody listens besides, like, our families. Yeah, yeah that's sure. the other needle I'm trying to thread is, like, what is, like, what, what is going to make you, the wonderful listener, whom we love dearly, think, like, it's episode two, you fucks. I don't think you need to talk about your 10-year plan and... and oh, I know. Okay, <laughs> where Where breaking $1,000 a month Patreon goals should be. Yeah. We... We don't hook the eccentric billionaire until year two. That's just, that everyone knows that. I yeah. like that one. We got a little sun flare of audio there. That was pretty. My, wait, wait, let me see if I can do it again. Yeah. Oh, that is pretty. Oh, that is pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Mine oh, was, was smaller. smaller but, pretty. but yeah, you know what? It had an energy all its own. <laughs> So I. So think, this is obviously the end of this episode. Yeah, I was gonna say I think this is where we wrap this up because now we're just staring at audio and commenting on the prettiness of it. I think this is where we break through into a 15-minute dis- discussion about Taoist art. No, honestly. I meant to say Dadaist. Oh, uh, Taoist art. Stay tuned. No, I Let think. Let me do a lot of This has been a very good episode. I'm very happy with it, and I'm so happy I'm with happy our level. recording with you. Oh, I'm happy recording with you too. High five. And I'm happy talking to you, good people. Yeah, we love you. Okay. Oh, yes. Awkwardly grasped for my phone. So we have ways you can contact us. If you want us to fix you, damn it, you can email us at letmefixyoudammit at gmail.com. That's, or you can at us at... Let me fix podcast. Perfect. And that, of course, is on Twitter. Password for both is... Oh, I should stop No, don't here. stop. No, yeah, don't keep going. Okay. I'm surprisingly joking, and you don't need to add something All right, so, let me fix podcast on Twitter, or let me fix you, damn it, at gmail.com, D-A-M-M-I-T. And we will fix you, damn yeah. it. Any questions you got about, you know, uh, we've talked a lot about anxiety, and right now, given the state of the world... Because we'd also like to remind you of COVID-19. Um, <laughs> damn you, me. Damn you, Hyundai. Uh, basically, you know, whatever questions you have, we're hoping to be a sounding board, be a helpful resource, um, and also spread a lot of uh, good techniques around for people who are going through hard times. So on that note, we will see you next week on Zoom. And I'm Ray. And I still don't have an outro that I'm happy with. Goodbye.